Hello, and welcome back to Inside the Runner Studio. This is your host, Tom, and with me, as always, are Aaron, Michael, and Diana. Hello. 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 Uh, these are our mini episodes where we get to know folks from our running community, and today we have our friend, Andrew. Andrew, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us where you're from. Hi, everybody. Yeah, so I got to know Tom and Diana while I was living out in Maryland, but I'm actually originally from DeKalb, Illinois, which is a little city in the middle of Illinois, a bunch of cornfields that nobody's ever heard of, but we are the birthplace of Barbed Wire and Cindy Crawford, so that's our main claim to fame. Those are two amazing Interesting. things. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And little, now little we fun know. Fact for you. That's a fun fact. And I think <laughs> I've I've heard Weckerly say that he is from Northern Illinois about three thousand times since I've met him. <laughs> He's it's always like, I'm important. from Northern Illinois. <laughs> Why does Northern well, so, matter? <laughs> So, so here's like the thing. It, it, most, most people, when I'm introducing myself, they'll say, oh, where are you from? And I'll say Chicago. Now, the terrifying thing is they'll say, when I run into somebody outside of Chicago and they say, oh, me too, where from? And I'm like, okay, I'm not actually from Chicago. I'm in the middle of a bunch of cornfields and like <laughs> an hour and a half outside of the city. So. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, you know, the format, um, we've put a bunch of questions into a randomizer. Um, half are going to be running related. The other half are not just kind of random. Um, and we will jump right in. Diana, you want to get us started? Yeah, absolutely. So Weck, the place you'd most like to run or do you have a bucket list race? So I do have a bucket list race. It's also where my wife, Angie, and I are planning on doing my first marathon, which is in Rennes, France. So if you've ever heard of uh, Mont Saint-Michel, it's this amazing castle <clears throat> that's out in Rennes, France, where when the tide goes out, the, it's completely surrounded by like sand pits and stuff, but it looks like it's all land. And then when the tide comes in, it's completely surrounded by water. But with the race, you apparently just start out in the French countryside and then you start running towards this castle and then you end up at the castle. And so that's where we're planning on doing our my first marathon. Wow. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think we could just stop there. That's the <laughs> answer I've ever heard. Uh, all right. I, I, I had also liked to do the, the there's a Maui marathon, but yeah. I think that there's lots of hills associated yes. with that there and i'm are. disinclined to do pills so yeah. that's actually the one of the ones that's on my list is the and it is very uh, known to be a very hilly race because you run on the volcanic uh volcanoes yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so what is your post run food or drink what is your go-to post run food or drink so I, I'll generally just eat whatever Angie provides in snack form, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we did create a sort of uh, ritual after, when we were out in Maryland, and uh, that was to go to Jason's Deli after we got done doing a run so that we could get like our sandwich and get our little ice cream that we'd earned. And we were a little bit bummed because Jason's Delis are nowhere near as common out in Illinois as they are in Maryland. And so we found one, but it was like 
a 35, 40 minute drive from oh. where we go run, but we still go and do it pretty regularly. It must be worth it. Wow. <laughs> I, I, again, so I, I know I've referenced my OCD on the page and, or undiagnosed OCD. Uh, but I, I feel like the, the commitment to rituals is, is something that I think is pretty strong for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So you trails or roads and why? Absolutely roads. Um, I, I've never fallen, so I don't have any good reason, but like, I just have this like idea that like, if I go on a trail, I'm going to slip or fall or hurt myself some way. And so like, I, I, I know that that's an irrational fear um, uh, Diana might tell me otherwise, uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, but I, I, I really like running on roads. I did my first Ragnar last year. Um, and it was a Ragnar road where it was reached the beach and it was really fun to be, um, going out in the middle of the night and running along a road. And I think it, it just, I, I, when I was in middle school and high school, did track and field, and I got really bad shin splints. And I, so I just want sort of the most predictive mm. or predictable sort of yeah. medium for me to be running on. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So let's talk about goals. What's the one goal that drives you the most to run? You know, I think that there's a couple. Um, one is just, you know, as I was getting close to being 30 and then as I passed 30 and continued getting older, it, it was just looking for something that I could do easily and fit in wherever like was convenient for me to be active. So when I was growing up, I was in sports constantly doing soccer and uh, basketball and track and everything. And, you know, once you get into college or start in your sort of professional career and there's just not like opportunities as easy for you to like go after school and play uh, a, a game that is going to keep you fit. So just staying fit. And then, you know, as your metabolism uh, <laughs> degrades over time, uh, being able to have have some mechanism that allows me to eat way more Indian <laughs> food or Chinese food than is like reasonable for any single person to do and not just gain a million pounds. Yeah, so. I think we all understand that. that one. <laughs> so good. All right. Um, let me see. Oh, Ooh, I don't know if, if, if I've heard one of these from you, Weck. What is your worst either toenail or chafing story, if you have one? I, I don't have a toenail or chafing story, I don't think. Um, I, I guess like a long time ago, I was being an idiot and I ran outside during a thunderstorm. Uh, I can't even remember what it was for. But I, uh, like it, it was, it, it was raining terribly. I ran outside and like the ground just gave way. And so like I did a, like there's a, a video online where like there's a person who's like shoveling snow on ice and like they just totally lose it and can't keep, 
Like that was me just like hydroplaning <laughs> across my lawn and into a like a root of a tree. And oh I had God. this like giant bone bruise on the like oh. bottom of my foot that just totally <laughs> took me out of like, so like I, like I kept on, even when I was trying to run, like after giving myself plenty of time to heal, it was just like, well, no, you just have this gigantic bruise on the bottom of your oh, foot. Oh and gosh. so you're just going to have to wait for that to, to resolve itself before you can be active again. Oh, that sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right. We're going to move into the random questions. Uh, what is your favorite way to waste time online? <laughs> I mean, I feel, I feel like that's, that's pretty obvious to the, the people that know me on this call. Uh, it, it probably just getting into fights with people. Like, I feel like, you know, whether I've been when, when I was like working for, uh, consumer electronics stores or when I like am now in, in uh, a consultant, um, you, you know, you always have to be, uh, very positive and client facing and you like need to make sure that you're taking care of your, your customer, um, and so it's nice to just be able to like take the gloves off and like just let <laughs> let someone have it uh, and best. when you think that they're wrong and just let show them without a doubt uh, how wrong they are and embarrass them in front of their friends. So that's that's sort of my favorite way to spend time. It's the best. Oh, my gosh. oh man! All right, what is the one album you can listen to at any moment and just get lost in it? So, you know, <clears throat> this was one of the interesting ones. Um, I'm not a music person at all, which like I know I get a glare from Tom even as I <laughs> uh, say that. Um, it, music has just never been something that I've been really into. Um, when I, I'm running, I have a running playlist that I can uh, listen to, but it's not even what I do most of the time when I'm running. I actually am much more interested in doing audiobooks. Uh, because I find it a little bit more, it's easier for me to lose myself in this other world or the things yeah. that are going on. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a series by Patrick Rothfuss, which I always get concerned about recommending to people because it's supposed to be a trilogy. He's two books in and he started them 11 years ago. Um, <laughs> so he's literally worse than uh, George R. R. Martin in terms of the length of time he's taking to finish a series. Uh, but it, so it's called the King Killer Chronicles. Uh, the first book I think is 24 hour long audio book. The second book I think is like 32 hours or something. So they're really long, but I've listened to them start to finish three times each because the, the way that Patrick, Patrick Rothfuss writes is just amazing. Uh, the characters are so good. I just love the world, the magic. Um, that's in it. So uh, it, it really getting into good audiobooks is is what I'm into, and that's my my favorite all time book. So Dave Matthews Band is what you're saying. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> I'm I'm worried that Weckerly is going to break down in an argument form why I shouldn't like Dave Matthews anymore, and it's going to be very compelling. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just likes to troll Tom about his Dave Matthews love. <laughs> That's okay. His cargo shorts. There's nothing wrong with all those pockets. <laughs> um, so convenient. So much room for stuff to do activities. <laughs> true. Um, okay. What is the last film you cried at? 
So I, I, I think it would be two different answers. Uh, one, if it was like the, the film I saw for the first time or the second, the other one would be what I watched most recently, even though I'd seen it before. Um, and so the, the, that being sort of more, the more accurate answer is I watched, uh, I, for something I've been doing for work, which is, uh, surrounding storytelling, um, I've been looking for the best encapsulation of, uh, storytelling that I could find. And it's the, um, story of Carl and Ellie from up. And oh. so every time I watch that, mm-hmm. that like five minutes of perfect storytelling without even really dialogue to go along with it. I cannot watch that and mm-hmm. not yeah. stop like a baby. I have to yep. agree with that. 100%. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness. All right. Oh, total opposite. <laughs> what your favorite brewery, winery, or cidery? You have a go-to. That's interesting. So uh, you, you might even have to remind me of what the name of it is because I'm just awful at names. But it's the one that has PC Funk out in, is it Black Jailbreak. Flag? Jailbreak. Jailbreak. Jailbreak is is probably wh- where I'm at. Um, I, like the, that PC Funk beer, like I love more than I have loved any other beer. And I was so <laughs> bummed when it wasn't available for me to, to, to purchase. Um I'm not a big beer drinker, uh, but uh, so like when I can find something that's a little bit more interesting like that, I think that it's, it's fun. All right. Uh, Ooh, this is a fun one. We haven't asked this to anyone yet. If you could be a member of any TV family, which would it be? So there's like (laughs) the, the first answer that comes into my mind, I almost hate myself for saying it. But like I was going to say uh, the Kardashians, not because I like any of them, but just because I'd then be able to parlay my like last name into being a billionaire. Yeah. Like whenever I hear uh, like people talking about uh, what's the youngest one who made her own makeup? Um, That's Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. yeah. So like the fact that like people talk about her as being a self-made billionaire. And I'm like, oh, really? This person who was famous for being oh, yeah. famous and nobody would have cared about her cosmetics without yeah, like true. her name Kardashian on it is yeah. self-made. So I guess if I was going to say any self or any be part of any TV family, I'd choose that one, but not because I like them or want, anything other than the name that I can then parlay into <laughs> You'd be at Thanksgiving dinner with Kanye West <laughs> and you'd have to, I mean, you'd get in arguments with the Kardashians <laughs> in person. Gosh. That's almost worth it. It'd be, yeah. I, I was going to say, I, I'd watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going into the actor studio questions. Uh, so I will get the creepy questions. What turns you on? I feel like every time we put these into a generator, those up. are the ones that come I up. Feel like I, don't know. I think Aaron's doing it on purpose. I am not. She's a, a creeper. Sweater. She likes to be creepy. I am not. She likes the to hear sexy us sexy randomizer. Uh, it, yeah. It's always three or four, and you have to pair them together. That's true. You got to pair them. <laughs> um, what turns me on? Uh, it, I think I think Angie's response to this was like a well turned cast. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I mean, 
it's all well and good for somebody to be um, physically attractive, uh, but I, I, I absolutely, in anybody that I would want to be in a long-term relationship with, would need to see them as sort of like a person who is going to be intellectually stimulating, that's mm-hmm. going to uh, challenge me and like hold me accountable to my own BS. So like that, like <laughs> the like seeing somebody or seeing in somebody be like that uh, maybe quick wit and um, being able to do it with humor and uh, I think that that's uh, I don't know if that's really what tr- I, the the best answer for what turns me on but that's the only that like that's what I think the best answer for me would be in terms of what I would be looking for and I think that's a perfect answer quick wit. Is perfect answer. And what turns you off? <laughs> Interestingly, uh, people who think too much of themselves. Uh, so the like the the quickest one of the things that um, like immediately makes me not even interested in uh, engaging with someone is, and uh, I've found this to be more emblematic of certain geographic regions than others that I have moved away from is when you think what you're working on is so important. So there was one place that I was living at at one point in time that I'm just going to leave nameless, uh, where <laughs> I felt like every single interaction I was having with a person, they were just waiting for their turn to talk and tell me about whatever the most cool, new, awesome thing they were doing is. And uh, like another way of demonstrating that or is like if somebody will throw out a uh, an acronym or something as though I should know what it is and they do it just to make me ask them what that thing is so that they can then pontificate <laughs> yes. about like uh, about it and make themselves feel superior for having explained that. Um, that's like my biggest sort of turn off, I think. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that. He used big words ask, in that too. I, I, I get to ask you one of our favorites. Ooh. What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> um, so I'm going to have two answers to this one too. Uh, so the first one is in Chinese. Um, and it's my favorite just because uh, in order to get around the Chinese censors, um, they like the... Uh, what it actually the English translation is mother, um, but the the Chinese way of saying it is Tony Ma, um, which is a homophone for grass mud horse. And so there was a meme a year or two ago where like they were like t- everybody was taught using the characters for grass mud horse in in lieu of the actual <laughs> curse words uh, to get around censors and like and so I, I love that just for the uh, the sheer silliness of it. Um, my personal, like, I feel like signature curse, uh, is, I don't, and I don't even know where it came from, but it's, uh, Christ. (laughs) Amen. I can't believe that hasn't come into my vocabulary. (laughs) It has, it has. Oh, man. Oh, Oh, my God. So good. So good. Fun fact about Andrew, if you guys didn't know that, he speaks Mandarin. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. So I get to, I think, ask oh, our last question again. So if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Yeah, I really like this question. Um, I think what I would like to hear is you made the most out of that, didn't you? Mm. Um, because it, like, I don't uh, pretend to do everything perfect or uh, right all the time, but I hope that it, at the end of my life, I will have been able to do the most that I could with what I had the opportunity to engage with. So that's, that's what I would hope to hear. That's awesome. Oh, that's a great answer. That was a very good answer. All right, Weck, is there anything you want to plug or any kind of social media or anything you have coming up that you want to plug? Um, I, I guess uh, one thing that I have coming up is the uh, Crazy Like a Fox uh, run that we, we are doing that's going to go along the Fox River in uh, Geneva, St. Charles area. So we'll be posting to that. I don't, um, hopefully over time we'll be able to build it into something bigger and more consistent. This year we're just sort of limiting it to, uh, I, I think we have maybe 10 or 12 people and like Tom, uh, you said you're going to participate in it digitally. So uh, excited to see, have you participate in that. I'm Absolutely. doing that virtually also. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the one other thing that I guess uh, is not for me, um, but uh, I, I have a buddy who's doing amazing things, uh, and he has his own podcast called uh, Black, Brown, and Bilingue, um, which is himself and one other teacher that are in the DeKalb, Illinois area, um, discussing issues of uh, race and uh, a whole myriad of other things that are um, sort of near and dear to him. He's an amazing guy. Uh, he also, um, like, he's a principal of a school where in order to sort of engage with kids, he uh, raps under the name Mr. McDizzle. Um, so if yeah. you go and look that up, it's amazing. Uh, there's a, a song called Kafuti, which stands for Keep Hands and Feet and Other Objects to Yourself. It's amazing. <laughs> you should definitely check it out. Um, so so those, are, those are the two things I'd plug just because he's doing amazing work. And I, I think he deserves uh, more recognition than he's getting. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for doing this. No, thanks for inviting me, guys. It was fun. And I think I've proven that I'm awkward when we try to do a sign-off, but I do know that you are a massive, massive Star Wars fan. So, Andrew, may the Force be with you. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 <laughs>